Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The five-time legends are on the road again, and they're heading down under. In Australia, your chance to meet and hear from Robbie Fowler, Diddy Haman, and Jason McAteer. Sydney on January 3rd. Melbourne, January 7th. Perth, a day later. Details at fivetimes.co. And back on Merseyside. Celebrate Christmas with the Liverpool legends. Tables available for our annual party with a whole host of former Reds. It's at the Hilton, December 12th. Details of tables and prices at fivetimes.co. Hi, welcome to fivetimes.co podcast this week. Um, two fantastic guests, um, two regulars to the podcast. We've got my former gaffer, Roy Evans, is with us. And we've got the legend, the most decorated Liverpool player ever. No, it's not Steven Gerrard. It is Phil Neal is with us today. Um, we're going to crack on to all things Liverpool, see if we can sort out what we think is, is going on at the football club. Are we in crisis or transition? That's what the lads are, are going to talk about today. Um, if you want to know anything about the Five Times, go on the website, fivetimes.co. Uh, all the information's on there about nights, up-and-coming nights. We've had some fantastic nights in London, um, in Wales. Uh, we've got a few more pencils for Ireland, um, Dublin and Cork maybe. So keep on the website and keep looking. Um, if anything takes your interest, just get in touch um, and yeah um, see how you go let's just get stuck right into it um, I think everyone the question on everyone's lips at the minute is are we in crisis Phil Neil um, yeah after last year the expectancy uh, Jason um, obviously we, we we looked you know to just missing our target of the full kind of uh, silverware really uh, and it was been the closest we've been for years upon years so I think everybody uh, the expectancy coming into the new season uh, was just like we all are you know kind of let's carry on yes we've had to get rid of Suarez for whatever reason thank you very much will Brendan will lead us but I think with the inclusion of the Champions League which is so important to everybody's finances and everything else, outlook and everything else, in interest of bringing in players. I just think there's been too many um, players that he's had to integrate at too quick a time. And it's it's too much for everyone, really, and uh, the results are showing that. Is it a crisis then, or is it a transition? We've had this crisis before over many years, different times. You know, people say crisis... Uh, it's not a nice time for Liverpool fans and for ourselves, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, the unfortunate part is we don't look able to break teams down. We don't look to have the ability to score goals. We're leaking at the other end. And all the things that you don't want to do in football at the end of the day. Um, I think Phil's right. You bring in you know, nine, nine, eight or nine players, whatever it was we brought in. Difficulty. It's a bit catch-22, the fact that yeah, we're in all competitions now. We're back in Europe where we want to be. You need a bigger squad, you need mm. a stronger squad. The answer, the question maybe is that, OK, when you bring nine players in, 
it's very difficult to get the right quality. I mean, you bring players in because you want them to be better than what you already had. And you know, we've got to make a decision, or Ben's got to make a decision, are these players better than what we had last year? Obviously, Suarez's gone, which is a massive loss. Whatever, people don't want to talk about it, but he was a fantastic player. Um, but at this moment in time, it, it, it just isn't working. We are using words like transition, and I think if you go back to when Brendan first came into the football club, you know, he did have a philosophy, he did want the lads to play in a certain way, and he managed to get that after probably a season and a half. Probably he would admit last season was probably beyond expectation, um, a little bit ahead of time. But in some ways that we're talking about these nine or ten signings coming in and, and the word transition, have we gone back to square one then when he first come in? Is he, is he doing the job all over again? I don't think he's actually starting from the beginning. I think, again, when you bring, obviously, that many people in, there are going to be issues at the end of the day, um, and, and you lose your best player. And that's, that's, I think that's probably one of the biggest things. But it's, it's just at this moment in time, we don't look to have a lot of things that you'd expect for Liverpool. You don't look to have real passion. Edge looks real gone, real passion, it, yeah. real desire. Um, <clears throat> certainly in the game, if you're going back to the last game, which, again, you know, um, this week... Uh, in, in back in Europe against uh, I thought it was a very average team in, in, in battle another day mm. we didn't get at them and, and to their own admission you know, Stephen Gerrard actually saying you know, we weren't really up for it as much as them I mean that's, that, that is the most damning thing mm. you can say I mean you'll know at the end of the day you talk about giving players sticking the dressing room from as being a manager the biggest thing and the first thing you always give sticking you always batter them for as if you don't get the maximum of effort or the maximum of desire. And uh, I think that was a damning statement by Stephen, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, Roy's absolutely right. There's one other thing I'd like to add at that point, um, uh, is that the seniority in, in the... They've got to grow up quickly, as Stephen was implying. Well, we've lost Carragher. He feels probably isolated, you know. The, yeah. the seniority has always been a stem, you know, <clears throat> of our successful teams... You know, from the goalkeeper to centre-backs, somebody in midfield and somebody up front. So that they've lost that all at once, trying to introduce so many players at any one time. And you, I think you've got to give uh, the team, I hate to say it, a good six months to settle in. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with, with, with what you're saying. You know, we have to make the squad a lot stronger to cope with the demands of, of Champions League, Premier League cup competitions you do have to have a bigger squad and I think one thing we looked at last year was the bench when we looked at the bench it wasn't so strong and there wasn't many options to change things I mean you've both been managers why would why would you get so close last season coming second and, and the season that we had and the football that we played to then go and integrate six new faces against I think it was Villa five against Ludogratz why, why, why would, why would you do that? Why would you put so many new faces into a team that is sort of ticking over so well from the season before? Well, that's the problem you've got as a manager. At the end of the day, you get a lot of new players, and you think you've got to play them all. Right. So does does the fee demand that? No, not just the fee. The fees are irrelevant once you've got the player. The players there, and, and they come in. The fee is irrelevant for me. At the end of the day, okay, not to the club. A lot of money spent. You look at the players and you want to play who you, you feel is the best team to win them games. But if you start swapping and changing every game, five players, six players, in the end of the day, we're getting what we're getting now. Yeah. Is is a team that doesn't quite know they don't what sing it's doing. They off the song sheet together, do yeah, they? they don't. But, but they're not playing together week in, week out, 
you know, certainly if you're, if you're a defensive player, like two def- uh, central defenders, you want to play together, you want to be a unit and, and the full-backs together. But again, we're changing all over the pitch. Even even to the stage, I think, Raheem Sterling, where he's, mm. he's played more or less in every game, but he's getting the stage out, where actually am I playing? Yeah, I'm, I'm drifting around everywhere. and I'm, 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 He's just losing his way a little bit, you know. I'm not starting to criticise him. But again, it, as you say, Phil was probably right, Older players, we haven't got many of the older players. We haven't got, we've got Steven Jenner there on his own experience. Nobody else, Martin Skirtle, you may you mm. may say, but at the end of the day, but he can't take it on his own. You've got to have other people who can help out in the pitch, and you've got to take responsibility. And at this moment in time, everybody's working on the fringes of the game, and they don't they don't look as if they're really bad players or whatever, but they're just like a little bit <clears throat> scared to, to to show their full full ability. Yeah, I think I think that showed Roy um, when we saw Mankillo. You know, his first game for us, every pass Jason went backwards. Yeah. You know, I just looked at him and think, well, you know, he's a right back in my own position. Thank you very much. I I want to like you. Where are you going to impress? And as Roy said, he, he looks too youthful to have some experience. And and he, he for me, you know, he looked to get out just by passing the ball back. Well, Jason, you can do that even now. You know, he, he needs to add to his things, and I will, I'm sure he will come good, uh, hopefully, you know, in in a few weeks, you know, in a few months, that he settles right in to know what's demanded of him. But then, like I said, I think the, the exit of senior players uh, from the club has uh, left us dangling the carrot and just hoping that these young kids can come through. Like I took you to Bolton, hoping you could, you know, impress me early on. And, and thankfully... I that, didn't thank I? You. <laughs> that was never going to be a problem. Yeah. How difficult is it then, just talking defensively, because they, they've come under some scrutiny and Mignolet's come, took a, you know, his fair share of criticism over the last couple of weeks. Um but you're looking at the back five now. There's three new players in that back five. They're still leaking goals. I think it's over 80 million they paid for that for them new players to fit into that back, the back four, as it were, with Manquillo, Moreno, and Lovren. Is it difficult being foreign as well? Would you think having playing in a in a position where you need to organise, you need to be vocal, um, is that is that a problem as well? Well, I think uh, Skirtle uh, hasn't... He's obviously been injured as well, hasn't he? He's missed a couple of games as well. So we saw him recently, thank, thankfully. He might bring some stability and, and, and bring us back to some clean sheets. Because we've... Not just the, the back four you've mentioned uh, and the goalkeeper. Uh, the team's experience should close things down as a goal. Hey, let's not let any goals in here, you know, and that's what we did last year, even away from home, we set up the pedestal, and Stephen, Stephen was at the, the helm, and he is this year, and he's wondering, well, there's some new faces here, you know, we're not scoring goals, as Roy said, you know, and then it plays doubly on the back four and the goalkeeper and the one in front of the, maybe like Stephen, where he's playing at the moment, you know, it it, pay, it pays on last it, season, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was just overshadowed by the fact we scored so many goals, wasn't yeah, they it? Took, they, exactly took, right. they took the four, they took the uh, most games forward. I was staggered by what we achieved last year. It, it didn't just, you know, go from October. It carried all the way through, didn't it? You know, so it was just the impetus that 
we saw was probably the best season I've ever seen since I stopped playing football. And, and we, were, we were good because... Wasn't as good as 96. <laughs> we were good did because you, at the end of the day, did, did you we, were, we were like trying to... Uh, we closed people down quickly. We were up yeah. there, pressed up high up the pitch. And at the end of the, the day, you go back to, to Everton last weekend. I thought we started against Everton really well. We, did, but we mm. pressed them back high up the pitch. We get a goal up. Then we start to be a bit negative in our possession. Uh, we didn't go for the second goal. Mm. Let's, not, let's not lose... What you got, yeah, yeah. So you go further back into your own box and you go further deeper, back. Deeper, deeper. Okay, he scores a wonder well, goal. At the end of the day, he may not score one again, but you invited that on. And you know, it's, it's over the years it's happened to, to, to teams. You get a goal up and you go further back. Last year we were going forward and we might have scored two more. And I think again, we go to, to, um, to Basel and we didn't press them anywhere in the pitch. In fact, they had so much room on the pitch. I mean, I, it didn't look like a Liverpool team, even going back from the Saturday game. And that was the disappointing part for me. Just, just touching on on Basel, then you were, you were, we were talking about it. You just know, before you go into that, but like, Mo, uh, look at this. Mo with the hospitality dish. Look, <laughs> she looks after us, Mo at the Hilton. I do. If the boss of the Hilton is watching this, she's the best. She needs promotion. In fact, you should have a run in the hotel. Uh, real sportsman's cakes, these aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mo. Have you? You're the best. That. <laughs> See you next door in half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that the best skinny latte no skinny latte oh a skinny latte athletes drink oh, well. Stephen Gerrard drinks skinny lattes does he thanks that's why I drink okay. thanks Mo. Thank you, Mo you're the best cheers thanks half hour yeah no 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 I'm sorry <laughs> yeah thanks no, no, no thanks, Mo. No, no yeah, cheers, Mo. This is, cheers, Mo. This is all on tape now. Get out, Mo. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> oh. Anyway, meanwhile. Um, when I when I looked at the, we'll just go on to the, the Basel game now. When when I looked at the team, the way it's set up, I was I the alarm bell started ringing. It was a very attacking team, um, and I thought, is Brendan sort of clouded with with the fact of. Last season, yeah, we were very, very good. And last season, I probably would have gone with that team. I had all the confidence in the world last season with that team that we would get a result. This season, it's a little bit different. I just thought, maybe just shut up shop and try and nick it, you know, through the game. And maybe Lucas would have been maybe better to, to sit in front of that that back four. Um, I just thought we were we were wide open. And I, they got the Celtic alarm bells ringing. Did it for you? I've been there, mate. At the end yeah. of the day. We went to Paris Saint-Germain, and, and you, you go and watch the team. You look at them, and I thought, let's go there. Let's let's go and beat them yeah. on their own territory. Let's get ourselves through. I think we've got enough ability to go and beat them. Yeah. And we left ourselves wide open, as well as individual mistakes yeah. in the game. I mean, we lost some stupid goals. Okay, we came back. To, we came back to Anfield and we two 0 hit the bar, hit the post. Bad. Got to, but at the end of the day, a little bit of each. But I don't think we did either. I don't think we shut up shop. I don't think we attacked. Yeah. I think we got caught between the two. Yeah. We were there, but we didn't do do anything for me. We didn't really put them under any severe pressure. There was no real great threat from anybody. Sterling got in some good positions. Unfortunately, he had to think about his chances and a little bit of time to think about his chances and, and fluff them. But I'm not just blaming him. There's you know a lot more, a lot more things. We were talking about attacking and defending. We were fortunate last year with a guy like Suarez, who was like our first form of defence. And I'm a great believer that you should start at the very top end and defend from the top. Liverpool's and, always been based on that with Rush Chief Bowler. And then, you, you, and then you, you, did that. you attack right, yeah. from the back. 
and he attacked from the back at the end of the day. He was great. He was great at closing down. Everybody then joined in the back of him. He started all the bits and pieces. Unfortunately, at this stage, Balotelli is not that type of player. Mm. Now, he's not going to be the first one to close anybody's down. So then people are back up at the end of them. We haven't really got that leader. Steven's sitting in that deeper position, and whether you like it or not, some people like him there. I don't particularly like him there. Certainly when you've got the likes of Lucas in front of him and Henderson, who are not in any shape or form any, as creative as Steven can be. Certainly got energy in terms of Henderson, uh, not mm-hmm. maybe so much Lucas when he plays there. And I'm not criticising Steven. He still does a good job in it. He's still obviously a great player, and there's been loads of talk about, you know, is he past it? No, he's not past it. I would just like to see the next few years still showing that he can do it and, and influence a game from a bit further forward. Well, two points. I mean, you touched on them there that, that I think you know, are worthy of talking about. It's obviously the, the one Balotelli and, and two Steven Gerrard. We'll stay on the Steven Gerrard because you finished with it there. I think people get misled with this position of holding midfielder, don't they? I think there's two types of holding midfielder. I think there's the type that will sit in there, break it up, give it to someone who can then go and exploit, the, who can make passes, make things happen, dribble. They break it up. That's when you're probably looking at Makaleli. Probably in our setup is probably Lucas. And I think then you're looking at the other holding midfielder, which is the creative one. The team has a lot of possession that wants him on the ball, that starts things off. That's what Steven Gerrard does. I mean, I was looking at some stats the other week. Steven Gerrard, when it comes to tackling, when it comes to interceptions... You know he's he's not up there when it when it comes to these things because he's not that kind of holding midfielder. He's not McAlele. He's not Lucas. Lucas stats would be up there because that's what he does. Are we now looking at Steven Gerrard in a team where he's not that defensive holding midfielder and he's getting the criticism because we're not keeping possession, because we're not defending from the front, and because teams have worked Liverpool out? So it's impacting on the way Steven's performances are, and they're not as good as last season. So is that is that? Is he taking the criticism for the team, really, for the yeah. way the team's performing? In some ways, yes. Not his personal. In, in some ways, yes. I mean, okay, Stephen himself will hold his hand up. He hasn't played great in all the games. But Stephen, Stephen will only be as good as the people that are around him as well. And if you go back to last year, and he's, you can't keep going back, but the movement and, and the people running behind, Stephen, backs, can, yeah. Stephen can stick the ball in their spaces. Stephen now looks up and goes, where can I, where can I pass it? Where can I go? I can... And go forward a little bit there, it might come back to me. Hmm. Very few people are trying to make runs behind the opposing back four. So Stephen can't, can't hit that range of pass. When he loses, when, when we lose the ball, he's in that position, not always protected by other people. Sometimes between the two centre-backs, where he's going to get caught out, which hmm. we, you know, we go back to the Chelsea bit, whatever. Right. What you've got to be careful of with Stephen Gerrard is, and this is my thing, we are allowed to criticise Stephen Gerrard. If he plays badly on a bad day, then yeah, we say... Stephen yeah, didn't play well today. Don't go down that road. He's not. He's not good enough. Could we yeah. still know that he is? At the end of the day, I totally agree. He's yeah. just not getting sometimes the movement in front of him that will help him produce the great passes, the little sliding ones. That's why I think if he played a little bit further forward, maybe a little, little bit less responsibility in that middle, then he's going to slide some nice little balls in behind defenses. Now, for me, Stephen in that deeper position, it's a bit like. Stan Collymore, when he played with a Stan, like to come very deep yeah. and get easy possession. Well, I think he gets great possession there, but not in a position to really affect yeah, the top yeah. end of the play. I think uh, if I can join in, I think that Stephen Gerrard. Uh, 
I think Stephen Gerrard over the years has, has formed an association w- which says to me, I like playing with Lucas Lever. You understand there's a good duo there whenever Lucas is in somewhere, it leaves Stephen, as Roy said, to go a bit further forward. And that exocet, switch of play, gets us a goal, a, a, a pass through. You know, you understand what I'm saying? He's got it all. So I think I would like to see him used in that way again. Whether Lucas is in the team or what, that's Brendan's choice, not mine. Yeah, but again, I, 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 I don't mind Lucas playing with Steven Gerrard. That's not a problem. But I, I, along as, in my eyes, I'd like to see Lucas deeper than Stephen. No. Because I don't I think do Lucas too. has got the creativity to be in there. Yeah, so that's, yeah I, I, mean, I do too. Yeah, because because yeah. he's more likely, Roy, he's more likely, Lucas Lever, to actually go and cover whoever fullbacks pushed on for that area. He yeah. reads the game so well. And Stephen, over the years, for me, has a body language to say... Yeah, when he's around, I can be a bit further forward, adventurous. And, and that's, like you said... And there was a different normal play. Well, there's a negativity uh, about the end of the, the Everton game, whatever. You know, you might say Bar- Basel game as well. You know, we've got to stop that, you know, because it was free-flowing last year. And he's got to get a team that believes what they're doing is right throughout. So, so do we have to... Again, I mean, it's a question. Obviously... Do we again as fans, and we are fans now, or yeah, we are. Are, we're all excellent in, in the game, but do we have to then lower our expectations? And do the fans have to lower their expectations to what we think the team can achieve this year? I mean, we're back in the Champions League where we wanted to be, which gives us that added <coughs> sort of impetus in terms of players we've got to play. But or, I mean, or do we just think, well, we, we don't, we're not, here, we're not here to write a season off, that's for sure. I'm sure Brendan won't think of that. It's, we've got to improve very quickly, haven't we? Well, it's, yeah, and what we, what's become apparent there as we've been talking is, one, it's not happening for Steven Gerrard in that position. Two, we're, we're maybe talking about Lucas being a regular in the team rather than in and out of the team and playing with Steven Gerrard. We've mentioned Raheem Sterling is losing his way in the way we're playing at the minute. And then, which leads me on to the Balotelli, which we'll touch on in a minute, because I just want to ask you this question. Also, just add, add to that the fact that four or five changes in yeah, the game. Yeah. That, that is, is, is so add that into the equation. Yeah. Has Brendan then got to find a way of changing the system, maybe going to a four-four-two, changing this diamond, you know, to get them all into that way we want to see them playing? It just doesn't seem that he can get them all in with this diamond in the middle, two up top, or with this five across the middle. Stephen Gerrard playing really deep into the back foot. Is has Brendan got to figure it out? Well, he's got to figure it out a lot quicker than what we're, we're actually hoping for. Well, we we would hope that um, by this time. I know Daniel Sturridge. There's a bit of a, a you know kind of altercation with Roy Hodgson. He's had that and and he's getting over that. And hopefully, you know, Sturridge can come back and ignite the whole team. I hope so. But, <clears throat> you know, he's just got to get on with uh, what, he's, what he's got available. And, uh, you know, as a team, um, we've got to produce more efforts on goal per game like we did last year. I mean, I think one thing Daniel Sludge will bring is more movements. I mean, yeah. to be fair to Mario Balotelli, he stands very Still. central. <laughs> uh, he likes to be in that central position if you like that. And that sometimes is like having a third centre-back. For them, it stops all your movement. You can't get there. He's no. I mean, if he was more mobile and start, maybe maybe he'll get more ball. If, if somebody played alongside him, maybe he needs mm. to have somebody up there with him, going for balls past him. But at the end of the day is that um, 
with playing all these four players here and four players there and bringing in, I think as a manager, I think you've got to know your best team. And I know you've got a massive squad these days, and it's about squad or group players. But I think you've got to know more or less your best team. Do you think, do you think Roy, uh, after this length of time, Brendan still knows his best team? Uh, I think it's no. quite difficult. I, I, I agree with you, Jason. If, I, if you ask me and ask you, whatever, I don't know what Liverpool's best team is. If you ask me no, now, I, I don't. I get people on Twitter saying to me, what would you be at? What's yeah, your theory? I go, yeah, by the way, I'm glad I haven't got yeah. that choice at the minute because I I, we don't there's more know. negatives. There's more guys who've come in who I think, well, maybe they're not quite good enough yet. He's not figured it out. Me, that yeah. have shown me that. The, the experienced player is gone, so we've got to make do with these guys who were, you know, middly experienced, so to speak, in the game, you know? I mean, it's, it's the early days. I mean, that's, yeah. we're being critical because I think if we weren't critical, people would say, well, they're fudging over the issues. It ain't been good enough. No, full stop. I understand mean, it. I think the, the, the club itself, Brendan is starting to say things, Stephen Gerrard is saying, <laughs> it ain't, it's not good enough for what we expected. No, it reminds I, me, it, sorry, it reminds me, you, you remember uh, exactly Joe, Fagan? Yeah. Joe Fagan? Joe <laughs> Fagan stepped in on the 12th of December 1981 when we were 12th in the league, going nowhere, trying to introduce Sir Jason McAteer in Ronnie Whelan and Rush into the team. No, well before my time. time. I know that, but I'm just saying. But but that type of player, you understand? There was two people, and we. (laughs) (laughs) I might, but but I'm just saying. It reminds me of Will Staff these days, butt in like that and say boom, and he Joe came in and asked to speak to all of us. Did so, and Roy knows. We went from strength to strength. He gave us the option. He said, "Senior players get a grip." A bit like Stephen Stephen Gerrard did in his comments. You know, we're too soft, yeah. you know, and Joe gave us that talk all those years ago and we, we on the bus down to, because Bob was waiting for us down at Melwood and Joe had had us each individual eye to eye talk, told us what he thought we were doing wrong, each individual. And he pounced on Suey first, Kenny second, Grobler third and went through all of us. And he said, after it all, he said, OK, senior players, all is not lost. 25 games left. If you get a grip now, we're 12th in the league. We'd lost to Man City 3-1. And he said, all is not lost if you lot get a grip. And Jace, on the way down to Melwood, we said, yeah, he's absolutely spot on. Now, I hope something like that has got the quality of people around Brendan that we can see the sunrise of something happening this year. Because at the moment, Roy's right, really. It's been a bit of a, a damp squid. And if our manager doesn't know his, his best team yet, that shows the problems he's having. Well, that's the, that's the problem with bringing nine players or so. Well, it leads me right back, to, sorry, it leads me right back to, to square one. It's back to the beginning. Are we back to square one? But in a, in a stronger position? Are we, are we in some way starting again? Where last season was a lot, the, expect, the expectancy that we got from last season going into this season was massive because of where we finished. But a lot has changed. A lot has changed from last season. We're not the same team, but we're a stronger squad. So what are we looking well, at reaping well, the well, benefits in maybe we're, two we're, or three seasons' we're a time? Squad, are we a stronger squad? Okay, that, well, that I, well, that's up to, to debate. That, that, anyway. that, that only yeah. is, is justified by results at the end of the day. And at yeah. this moment in time, it isn't happening for us. You know, I say it. it it's hard to be critical because we, want, we wanted this season mm. to be 
sort of like, where we yeah. go next and where we go. Yeah. So it's it's not going right. He's got to, he's got to sort it out. That's that's what you get being manager for. The, the difference between what Phil just talked about to Joe Fagan here a bit and what what's now is that we had six or seven players with big experience in that team, maybe even more than that. This is a team now that's just got together. Yeah, I say you've got Stephen Gerrard who is the captain and a good captain we've got as well. And, and, and he- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live, from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Daniel Agger's left as well when you talk about experience. Suarez. You know, that's a lot of experience though, isn't it? We've got now a team of lads who've just come on the team. Don't want to look as the big-headed by trying to be ahead of everybody else or trying to say things. They've got to grow into the, the, the system and grow into the thing. Maybe it'll take a little bit longer than we think, but at this moment, as I say, unfortunately, being a football fan or a Liverpool fan, it's not pretty. Well, we've touched on Balotelli. I think we need to talk about him. Okay. You know, you look at Suarez. Brendan changed, liked to change the system quite a few times last season. One thing Luis Suarez did have in his armoury was the ability to play in all different systems, different formations. He could play in two. He could play one on his own. Yeah. He could play left side, he could play right side of the central forward if it was Daniel Sturridge um, you know his goals were brilliant last season, he, all kinds of goals headers, left foot, right foot, volleys assists, his assists. Yeah. Right. phenomenal and yeah. are we looking now at Manuel but we've, basically I feel we've had steak and we've ended up with hamburger and a slice of ham, really. I don't think it's a hamburger. And I'm I don't sorry, think it's Manuel's fault. I don't think it, Manuel, no, Manuel I don't think so. A decent centre forward, but not in Liverpool the way Liverpool play. For one, I don't think he suits the way Liverpool play. That counter-attacking, fast, creative football. He, he's too stands still too much for me. His movement's not great. I think his attitude towards that is going to be difficult to change to get him to embrace what Brendan is trying to do. And the other thing I think, which I feel sorry for him for, is what we just said about Suarez, that he lives, he's, he's living in that shadow. Because in some ways, he is the player that is coming to replace Luis Suarez, hasn't he? Yeah, he is. People Roy, look at him as being that, that kind of signing. Roy, how do you think the club went about obtaining Balotelli? Is there a chief scout anymore? Is there a squad of people that sit down with Brendan? I don't know, but it's it's an issue that that it's not. Is it just the manager? Well, if so, then obviously you can't. The manager can't. First of all, go and see all these people. No, he can't. To start, but obviously you must have a team of people who select them, find out where they are. You go and watch them. But but the 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 biggest thing for me is that the manager has to take. Make a final decision. Yeah, he does. And he has to decide whether they're improving the squad. Yeah. And, and obviously, 
and balance that with what you're paying sometimes. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you get a lot of money in from the Swallows thing, you're going to spend quite a bit going of out. Of course. So yeah. it's, 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 it, that's the difficult part of management. But Yeah. I mean, Bellatelli, you're absolutely right, Jason. I think you've summed it up very well. I mean, one thing that I certainly discovered when I came to Liverpool, you put sweat on shirts, first of all, yeah. and he's not that type of player. What... Whether Brendan took the challenge on as if to say, well, I can manage an awkward person. You know, to, uh, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, <laughs> Roy, did you ever come to the conclusion where the, you know, the football aspect as opposed to the character uh, came about in, in, in signing someone that you were possibly interested <laughs> in or not? You know? uh, it, uh, yeah, of course it does. You're always going to get somebody in your, in your group or in your squad of players that is, are more difficult than others. And, you know... Um, I've said a lot of times people have said best signing worst signing yeah. I've said, I often say well the same guy Stan Collymore we've got him mm. 12 yeah. months fantastic but he produced didn't he he produced yeah but, but then he started to mess around then it became more difficult to manage then it affects the rest of the team yeah. and, I mean let's not put Mario in that in, no no, no first of all because he hasn't it's done what Stan, but he hasn't done what Stan Collymore well. did anyway in terms of playing well in that first 12 months but he also hasn't. Again, he's they're just the things that he brings up every now and then. Like, like saying, "Oh, Man United got beat, ha ha ha." Oh, we got beat on the same day. Like, does it mean mm. a bit stupid and childish at the end of the day? It's it's unfortunately he comes with a lot of baggage. Can we get over that baggage? Will anyone let him get over that baggage? I don't know whether. Yeah, but for, for what though? What's his end product? I mean, I just said that the best time he's looked in his career was probably when he went back to AC Milan. But but Italian football suits him. It's not as quick as the Premier League. He he gets more time on the ball. He gets more space on the ball at times. So he can do his thing. So he looks a bit of a better player. Can the Premier League, you never cut it at Man City. Oh, can I just say this? Though, the, the only game that we've really played well this year was, was Tottenham. 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 And in that, in that game, actually, he had three great chances to score. Yeah, he did. He had three great uh, chances to score others. with Sturridge in, Sturridge in that team. Yeah, yeah the two of them played yeah, up top. Yeah, I, and he, okay, he didn't take the chances on the day. You know, he just sort of stuff. But he did get chances, and he did put himself in that positions. Yeah, with a different approach to the game. So, well, like I say, we might, we might see a different when yeah. when Daniel Sturridge. I, yeah. I've mentioned it earlier in our conversation, and that's all you hope is that I hope he can uh, really grow to a mature England player as well as a fantastic Liverpool player. Sturridge, this is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after the altercations our managers had with the England manager, you know, well, well, uh, yeah, you make your point. Thank you. You would as well. Um, uh, And basically, I hope there's a great combination, Jason, that brings us out of the fog. Because, like Roy said, we're we're expecting after last year to have carried on that that lovely thing, but you can't with nine new players. Do you think think also that, but expected a little bit so much of Sterling to be the new studies rather than Balotelli in playing him all these little positions where he can go. I mean, virtually Suarez went and played where he wanted to, wherever he found space. And that's what I, as a manager, say, wherever you can find space and cause trouble, you play them. And maybe we're trying to say that to, to Sterling. Maybe it's a bit early in his career to be yeah. there. He's still learning a lot about the game. He's a young lad. Great potential, by the way. A bit like he's Jason improved it here at Wolves, you know what I mean? He kind of, yeah. And yeah. And, 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 and Took a long time we, to learn, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, we don't get on, <laughs> on, on, on Sterling's case, Raheem's case. He's a great player and he's one of the great things, but sometimes 
don't give him too it's much a little responsibility. Bit too, too big for him at the minute. Don't give him too much responsibility. He's not as well as just this getting. But I think it, it, that's the way he's playing in and around Balotelli, and he hasn't quite got a position. Well, there's headlines today are coming out about Raheem Sterling's new contract, and it's going to be difficult. Do you think he needs to sign a new contract for you? Has he not? Has he not just signed a new contract uh, yeah, a year or so ago? Every, every other week now. Is there a new contract or just well, Sterling? Sterling, well, about Sterling, Sterling. Yeah. So well, I, I think you've got to get in both of them cases. I mean, uh, Daniel Sturridge and Sterling, they're players that you want to keep. That's for sure. You don't want to keep anyone in there because they can go buy, yeah. buy people, and yeah. uh, you know we've seen how yeah. advantageous he is with Suarez. You know, Colin, he was the one raiding and. And the other young kids looked to him, didn't they, and learned yeah. a great deal, I'm sure, last year. Yeah. And when you come through the system sometimes, you, you can get left behind in contact sticks. Mm. You know, because, you, I mean, again, he's not a Liverpool lad, but he's come through the system yeah. and you get paid accordingly. Yeah. Whatever. And you can get left behind sometimes. You get you know, all, these, all these new sounds coming in, probably a lot more, on a lot more than... Than how do you, not that we should be talking about the money, but it's, it's a fact. Well, how do you handle that? How do you handle that then? As a manager, you've got this young, what is he, 19, 18, 19, you've got this young lad who's come through the ranks, like you've just said, and he's burst onto the scene um, and arguably one of Liverpool's best players last season. Expectations yeah. again going into the season very high. England, in the England setup now, uh, maybe looking at it as a regular for England. He's 19. Now you're talking about you know this new contract maybe coming up to speed with the money as it was. Now we're talking about thousands and thousands of pounds coming up to speed with the money. We're talking like sixty, seventy thousand now. How, do you, how does a manager go about thinking? You know, well, I need to pay him this to keep him happy. But well, is this going to be is this going to be harmful? How do you how do you deal with it? Do you speak to agents? Speak to his family? Being well, that young, you, 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 as a manager, in the transfer express the money wise and they yeah. Pete Robertson used to deal with all that which is fair enough and then, but you talk to them and you talk to the agents and that but the, the money says but it, the, the, the most important thing is that yeah that they get paid at the going rate accordingly I mean, yeah. if, you know, to the, the people yeah, in yeah yeah, yeah. I mean the, but I would like to I would like to somewhere in the system when you've got a lad as young as Raheem hey if we were to pay him 20, 20 grand a week hmm. if you like if you can't live on 20 grand a week you've got a problem by the way at the end of the day I mean the, if I got 20 grand a year I would be happy then. but <laughs> hey, 20 grand hey, right, put, 20 the rest, for this. put the rest in a you heard that trust, look after his other money give, give him what the rest that brings up to would you standard. like seeing them protected a bit more how yeah. would you go about that then who would well, do, you'd who have would do to, that through financial advice you'd have to do it in, in, in a proper way I just think you should you don't want to be giving people I mean it could be on 200 grand a week which is you know, well not, yeah it could and, be and, and there are people on more than that in yeah. the Premier League but at the end of the day Someone's got to look after that money, and, and I mean, obviously, manage you like to say your family, could, but you can't. Then. Someone's got to look after that. The club, I'm sure, are good responsibility to do that, that yeah. to do it and do it the right way. So he has a bit to spend because yeah, he's earning good money, but he's not going to go thing. And, and one good, one thing about Brendan Rodgers at this moment, he's a good man manager. Mm. I think he will talk to, to people. I've talked to David Moyes in the summer. We were at the World Cup together, and we were talking about Manchester United. He opened up a little bit, and an interesting thing he said there was that Manchester United. Up to 21 years old, you're not allowed to have a sports car, and you can't wear coloured boots. You have to wear black boots, which I, is. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean no, I don't uh, mind that discipline at all. I must be honest. I mean, we're, we're worst case scenario, we say. I mean, okay, we didn't earn loads of money out the game. Yeah. Obviously, you're just starting to when you play, you got starting to get better the money. But the worst thing you see the lads. Big mm. earphones on, getting out of his Range Rover. <laughs> well, a bit like Robin hey, now. Yeah, Robin, like Robin yeah, yeah. Sitting next to us here. Yeah. You, you want 
You, How you, difficult is that? You, you want to stress drivers coming you, for him. You want to stress to the players that it's about football. It's not about the money. It's about football. Hey, you know, normal people. You're nobody different to anybody else. Yeah. And people want to call you stars, and we, we get called legends. And you go, so how's your mad at the end of the day? But people who worked in a job which is in the public eye, obviously are playing football at a, a top level, whatever, and it's interesting to people. But it doesn't make us any better. I mean, also, so no, you've got right. that. I mean, nowadays they're shielded immensely from the fans. But, yeah. you know, I mean, the fans are hardly allowed to go anywhere near them. Yeah. And they. Maybe sometime that would somewhere along the line to you actually mix to it, a little open bit. it up a bit. Gives you, you a little bit, of a bit yeah, affinity to the people. I agree. I, I, they're protected yeah. more uh, than anybody um, in our day. We were uh, fan friend, friendly, weren't we? We, oh, we yeah. had to give. I mean, Keegan taught us kind of how to, you know, <laughs> sign autographs, so well, to speak. Billy Little did that too. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's it's a quirk that they should, you know. Sign every autograph they're asked. But you can't but run the training ground now. You can't. You can't. Outside the stadium, you no. can't get a, an autograph. You can't do anything. I know yet, it's difficult. Yet. I know they've got to fo- focus on the game before. They come on the bus and they get off and they get into yeah. the game. After the game, they go through yeah. the stadium to get to their cars. And okay, but somewhere along the line, you've got to meet the people that you're playing for. I mean, fan, yeah. That's what fans. We played. Generally. We played into Milan in a pre-season friendly at Anfield. The gaffer here sorted all that out. It was a glamour game. Do you remember it? Yeah. And uh, after the game, I didn't drive to the to the ground. I got dropped off, and I was getting picked up. And my mate was late picking me up. He couldn't get anywhere near the ground, so I had to walk out the ground with the fans. This is probably forty five minutes after the after the final whistle. We got out early, and I've walked from the ground all the way down Everton Valley with the crowd, and I never got bothered. People obviously shouted and said things, and but no one ever like gave me any stick. No, no one gave me any hassle. In fact, I was walking with a couple of the fans all the way down to the lights. My mate was at the lights. I jumped in the car and we drove off. I obviously wasn't it, walking with you that day. But I, but like, I, think I that don't know where we get education. Yeah, you but know, what I'm trying to say is, I think people, I think people inside that bubble get get worried that it's it's you know we, we can't walk anywhere, we can't go anywhere, we can't do this, we can't do that. You can't. Well, no, it's really that bothered. But it's like they're looking for their minder to go to their car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's forty people deep, yeah. kind of around. It's like they kind of ask for it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, oh, I'm important. Well, fine, but I think sometimes I think the only importance they should actually kind of concentrate is on the field and giving every ounce of energy to Brendan, who's brought them in to our city. Yeah, but I think having that level-headed team. feet on the ground is a knock-on effect to, to being on the pitch. Well, I think. That it comes it with brings, experienced players. Yeah. You understand. Once it you brings, become experienced, yeah. you you're not you not as daft as you were kind of when I saw you at, <laughs> at Crosby, yeah. were you? You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, you, experience you, does help. It does, and I think that's what I'm players. saying. <laughs> yeah. We're just we're just talking on we're just talking about players. It seems to be following a theme of things being a handful at the minute, whether it's picking a team, picking a formation, picking a centre forward. One thing, um, you two being ex-managers, and uh, just to see how you would handle it is, and you've both handled awkward players in, in your times as managers, um, Sacco, unfortunately, walked out the club uh, the other day after not being in the squad uh, and just went home. Obviously, he was very sorry afterwards, went on social media, which is another thing which is big in, in the game now. Uh, to express his feelings of disappointment about what he did. How does... I know Brendan doesn't need that, especially at this time, 
because when it's not going well, they're always harder to deal with these yeah, problems, yeah. aren't they? When it's going well, you can bat them off, can't you? How, how do you deal with, with that kind of thing? You'd like to deal with them in-house. Yeah. You'd like to deal with them in-house. You bring the guy in, you talk to him first of all, say, look, at the end of the day, we are a squad nowadays. It's not just about the 11 players. Mm. All the usual jargon yeah. at the end of the day. If you're not in that squad, you still have to respect the people that are. So you give it all that. Uh, you find them, you hit them with the money, in, which goes to a charity. Yeah. You know, that, that's the main thing. They get to see where the money goes as well. And then you say, look, hey, you get a chance, you come back in it. And, and, but you've got to deal with it straight away. Um, they'll come back to haunt you. I mean, the unfortunate thing, we are now in a massive thing where it's 24-7 press. Well, what I was going to say to you there, you, just, you open up that, that answer with, we want to keep it in-house. I mean, he's gone straight on Twitter. Yeah, so you like it. Yeah, so what, yeah. what do you do with that? You would you? Would, we would like to have kept it in-house, but yeah. obviously these things don't. And to be fair, who looks the worst? He'd put it on Twitter. Who are the fans yeah, going to yeah. say, oh, by the way, he's, got, he's a disgrace. They're going to say, you can't do anything like that. And at, at the end of, of it all, you're a professional footballer. You're getting paid good money to be in that squad. Or not. Right? Or not. Right? Whether uh, the manager picks you or he doesn't, yeah. you have to behave in the right, in the right manner. Be disappointed you're not in the squad. I'd be delighted. I, mean, I don't want anybody to leave out the team to be happy. You want them to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree entirely. Um, it just teaches that senior players um, that are still in the team, uh, you know, you look up to them. You know, Sacco, you know, there's senior players above him. Okay, he thinks who he is. And, and what he did was disastrous because it will take him kind of twice as long to break in the team again after the incident that he, that he showed. Again, I, when, when it happens, it depends. I was one for telling players if I was leaving them out. Most of the time. You yeah, can't Bob always do it, but most of the time I would like, no, Bob was maybe like, mm. I would like knock on somebody's door and say, look, hey, I'm leaving you out today, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If you've got something to say, knock on my door on Monday morning. You know, that's, that's that good. was my style in the day. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, okay, just, obviously Ben does the same to everybody. That's the way you maybe just pick a team, doesn't maybe doesn't talk to people because you've got a massive squad now. You're not talking about leaving one person. You're leaving out another team, aren't you? Mm. So, some of the line, you've got to accept that now. That's part of football. I think, you know, again, we've talked all around this thing with, with, because Liverpool are not playing at their yeah. best at the minute. It's, it's as Joe Fagan, as Phil said, you, you've got to get him in there and say, look, hey, no matter what now, the one thing we can't be accused of is lack of effort. And together. Lack of passion and lack together. of desire. Together. The day. together. Yeah, you've got to go out there and, and, and hey, whatever you're going to do, you've got to like, make sure you do it to the full, 100%. If you're closing somebody down, you're closing down. You, you've got to overreact in the sense you've got to really give it the big push. And... From there, you might you might move on and you might, you might get out get of the fog from that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know you, what I mean? What you know, like the, uh, not just looking at the notes we've, we put together here for this this podcast, but like um, Mignolet, there's one position that probably isn't a competition for a place. Is probably the goalkeeper position. He's come under some scrutiny, some criticism. You know, back in the day, Neil, when you were playing, I mean, the squads weren't nowhere near as big as what they were today. I don't think. I, no. I think you had 16, what was it one sub and yeah. yeah the yeah. 16 man squad, squad won the European Cup yeah. everything league cup leagues with a 16 man yeah, squad yeah manageable but what yeah. obviously there's no competition for places there so what what is competition for places is this is this a myth that pe- people players need competition for places well, to get the best out of each other well we're talking about resettling uh, 
people into a Liverpool team, modern days. Bruce Grobler came and, and Ray Clements left straight away to go to Tottenham. His choice. So Bruce got a, an early thing and, and Bruce was in that, that talk, yeah. you know, where we were 12th in the league, his first season here. Like, like we're saying, there's a bit of turmoil as to what's Brendan's best team. You know, how good, when are we going to come out of this fog? Um, and he was at the key because he was different to Ray Clements. And people that have played with Ray Clements knew that he would work the back four, didn't want to touch the ball. But this new goalkeeper, a bit like you, wanted to show your energy, your first games at Liverpool. He wanted to show energy as well, and he'd come for cross at every cross and miss them. You understand what I'm saying? So there was a lot of settling in, and Joe really rattled him, mm. you know, on that talk that turned him around, made him think... Like Roy would, he'd say something to your face, look you in the eye. And that's the good thing about having a one-to-one. You know where you stand, and the club standards are this. Stop being a prat in thinking you can come for every cross, every corner. You understand what I'm saying? And it's a good point, actually, but the strange thing about it is that Daddy did come for every cross. The lads would go... Me and Uncle Kenny kick more off the yeah. line yeah. through seeing this, this edu- energised person, yeah. not just a goalkeeper, but it is vital, you're right, Mignolet, you know, needs probably pressure to say, well, look, if you can't handle the, all this pressure, you know? But the problem comes when, you, when the goalkeeper is indecisive. I'm a coming, I'm a I'm not. not. Defenders to go, are you coming, are you not? I think we've got a bit Let's of that be, going on. Oh, there we are. Well, yeah. well, we see not just the vulnerability of, yeah. of set pieces. Yeah. I've never seen the defenders as well, isn't it? I've never seen it so bad, right, in a Liverpool team for some time. It looks vulnerable from corners, set pieces. Did you see the Gary Neville stuff about his setting position being so low against Neuer and it was a problem? He actually reckoned that his setting position was a lot higher. Uh, he stood up a lot higher, that means. You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, he might have had a chance of saving that shot from Jaggy Helker at the weekend. No, I don't think any. I don't think Neuer, being no. the best keeper in the world, would have saved that. It was just no. one of them shots. No, one, it, it was, was. Yeah. You know, well, he one, did that one, ten one times. One he scored one. That's what I'm saying. One thing that he should have is shot stop. Yeah, yeah. Shot stop yeah. more than yeah. a goalkeeper. But again, I, I, if, if I wanted, if I was like talking to to him, I'd like to say to him something. Like, hey, be positive one way or the other. Either you stay in your line, or you're going to come. So again, so the defenders know no. that they can work off it. That's got nothing to do with his setting position for taking the shot, has it? No, no. no. They, they, I, they, I, I disagree yeah, with Gary. You've got to yeah. talk about you got something. Stats yeah, God knows what. We know that stats can mean absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but on your own television, you've got you put them all up there, and yeah, they're impressive to look at. End of the day, you've got to, you've yeah, got take to work what on what you from, see. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think I think the stats should should be in the eighteen yards and only in the eighteen yards for the good of the game. All the <laughs> the stats that come from the central mid third uh, of the football pitch. Or what you want to make of them? Or what you want to make? I can make you look a, yeah. a fantastic player, whatever. To go back to the sixteen man squad. Yeah. By the way. Far easier to manage now than what's Brendan's squad? What's his squad? He must have a well, squad he's of brought 20. 10 in and there was 18, 28. 28 squad. Now, again. I don't know how you train all those people. people. But, but, uh, for, has he got more staff? But he can't have a five side, got, can no, you? No, he's got staff. He's got staff. Has he got more staff, though? Well, probably got more staff than we had because. You know, from last staff. year? No, has he no. got more staff from last year? No. 
It's a point, isn't yeah, it? I don't think he has, no. No, but the point, again, is that to, to manage that amount of players and, of course, you've got to remember, we're hoping that there's a back of young players Some trying to push their way into that. Yeah, well, there is as well. We've seen so them. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult to start. You've got, that's where you've got to go back to. I've got a best team. I've got a best swap team, if you like. Mm. Or the youngsters. And that's in my mind. I know what I'm going to pick. Mm. Well, you're just, you're just mostly re- ready to push into the first team are Williams and Ibe. I know Ibe's gone on loan. Yeah, I understand all that. But he needs that in his mind as well. But what you just said there is when you look at it and you think, who has got that? The one that sticks out the most is Chelsea. Yeah, he yeah. has his team. And then he has his second team, doesn't he? And his second team is, is near enough as strong as his first team. And, but as long as you keep it that way... But he knows what his team is, isn't it? To integrate the whole 28, say, you're all part of my squad, that's it's already difficult. well... But you know, if you go back to, I don't, I don't know whether you're allowed to knock on the door these days, the managers thing. In our day, they would knock on the door and say, I'm not on the team. I'd say, you're not on the team because you're not performing. Yeah. Hey, you start performing, I'll pick you. I've got no... Yeah. So you, that way, now you're trying to, you're trying to console 28 people. Uh, that's, that's, that's some managerial job. That, that is a massive <laughs> job. That I, I, you know, our hearts go out to them, really. I, I do, anyway, actually. But uh, as I said, you know... We're, we're a faithful kind of club, we're wanting, right? And we'll push the team forward as best we can. It's up to Brendan to pick his best well, team and show those, those spirits of last year. Moving forward then is West Brom at the weekend, um, which is actually turned into a really tough game. I mean, Alan Irvine was under pressure probably three games ago, three on the bounces, one. He's taken that heat right off himself and they, they look like they're... They're firing on all cylinders and... Uh, oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do coming to Anfield? Which has been successful for everybody else this, this season. Well, they're going to shut up shop, aren't they? They're going to shut up shop and they're going to say... And they've scored more, more goals on set pieces as well, by the way, than anybody. But they're gonna it's going to be a difficult afternoon, isn't it? But they're going to come to us and say... Well, I might start to grow hair or I might go grey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've gone grey, you've gone grey. So we've got, to, we've got to have an answer to the question. If yeah. somebody shuts up shop... How do we get there? Well, two very winnable games, West Brom and QPR. You'd like to think for Liverpool. Um, six points. If we're looking at six points in the next two games, it all starts looking rosy again, doesn't it? Yeah, we need that kind of going forward yeah. into the Champions League. Cause well, one thing we had last season was when we had a disappointing result, we always bounced back, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yes. And that was the, the great thing about it. Fantastic. You know, so... Um, uh, you know, we <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go, and uh, you know, the European League is obviously so crucial to the club, as Roy said, and uh, you know, we all like the feel of being in Europe, but um, you know, performing the way they are at the moment, are they going to get through to the latter stages? So, does that mean yes or no in any? Uh, supporters mind we'll have to wait and see on that but if we don't then we've spent all this money to have a better bench um, for a European Champions League that everybody but your bread and butter is Premiership of course I mean you've got to play week in week out you've got to that's when you've got to do your stuff okay you're going to these it was an adventure it should be an adventure for these lads now because they haven't sort of done the Champions League for, for a while Mm. Should be an adventure, go and play something different. It should spark you into good performances. But again, start. We've got to start this weekend. We've got scoring goals, Premier League, defending goals, defending goals, scoring goals. We've got to be a better team. Yes, and better performance. We've got to look as if 
hey, we're putting in maximum effort. We've got to make sure that we are putting in maximum effort yeah. to a man. Hey, otherwise, if, if, if what players do, they look at somebody and if you look at Balotelli and they don't think he's running round, well, he's not running round. Yeah. It's got to be for a man. And if they don't stick together, it will become more difficult. Okay, then, just to wrap it up, results, weekend, West Brom, coming to Anfield. Uh, settle for a 1-0 uh, win. Um, I don't care, you know. I mean, I'd love the Suarez scoring every bit to come back, but uh, maybe beat West Brom 2-0. Well, that ain't happening because he's gone to Barcelona. Yeah, no, uh, but I'm just saying, <laughs> no, but I'm saying we want um, that all to come back. Yeah. Daniel Sturridge, yeah, I'd love to see him back uh, and hopefully... Back full of energy going forward, counter-attacking uh, quick. Yeah. Running behind I mean, have Belicelli yeah. up front and, and Sturridge running, running, running in behind, Sterling running in behind him, that would be an advantage. I'd be delighted if Stephen Gerrard was running in the box even more. Yeah, yeah I, I would, with uh, Lucas Lieber. We're not picking the team, Brendan, promise. Yeah. You just picked 13 points. <laughs> <laughs> we'll win <laughs> Score. Score. Um, 3-1. Liverpool. I'm going 2-0 Liverpool. Clean sheet. Come on, Mignolet. Come on, you need it. Come on. Lads, that was brilliant. Thanks very much. I really enjoyed that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 